This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. How's your Tuesday? Hope you're doing okay. I've had three coffees in the space of uh, like an hour and a half. I reckon I'm one more coffee away from being able to communicate with the spirits. What would be the latest you'd have a coffee? Because you run that risk, don't you? Have a late coffee in the evening and then you're pacing around at like one o'clock in the morning. So This is the Daily Takeaway. Uh, so, in other news, I walked past a coach getting loaded up today in Leon C when I was on the way back from the school run. And it was one of them flash coaches. I don't mean like a 1970s school bus thing from back in the day. Flash coach, tinted windows, looked like it might have Premier League players on it, but it wasn't. It was school kids. Uh, luggage doors open on the side. Uh, the driver stoutly packed into a gilet, ticking stuff off on a clipboard. And I was thinking to myself, I wonder where they're going. And you can't beat that excitement of being on a school trip or coach trip. It was fantastic, wasn't it? You could stop at some service stations, like someone like Taunton Dean, get told off by the science teacher for not being back on time, buy a pasty with some of the money your parents had given you. And then when you get a bit older, I think coach trip's a brilliant way to see the countryside, you know, up and down the country, different places, go to the coach stations... They're a bit different, aren't they, with their photo booths that uh, you can get a passport photo in the smell of wee-wee. Or I remember a bunch of us did when I I did a year abroad in America for university, American Studies, Swansea University, got the tattoo. Uh, We did a greyhound trip, which is what their buses are called over there, from Boston to Key West, which took three days either way. It was ridiculous. And we took in every scary bus station on the eastern coast of the United States. Lovely locations like Jacksonville, Lafayette, Tallahassee and Baltimore. Terrified the entire time. But I want to celebrate the coach trip in the first hour of the show tonight. I'm kind of enthused by seeing this coach in action today. So just have a little thing, right? Tell us the last coach trip you took and where were you going? I don't mean domestic bus. I mean proper sling your luggage underneath, like coach trip. Uh, Malk says, Watford Football Club to Burnley a couple of years ago on a Tuesday night. Literally in the ground when the game got called off because Watford's players had COVID. If I'd have driven, then I could have stayed up there, but the coach just turned around and drove all the way back. Bittersweet memories, these. Bittersweet memories. If you were lucky enough to have a proper coach to take you on like school football matches, if you were playing some other teams in a different part of the county, turn up in one of them. You felt like Feyenoord when you were turning up at their place. So we want to know the last time you went on, on a proper coach. Tony says, uh, I'm excited that the firm I work for is laying on a coach trip for the company summit next month. 50 US go into Hertfordshire to join the rest of the company. What could possibly go wrong? Tony keep us posted on that. Sounds like a carry-on movie plot. And Glenn says, um, coach trip three days ago. Darhab to Cairo via the Sinai Mountains. Truly spectacular. The photos are amazing as well. Uh, Katie says, though, swings around about this. Uh, generally see the school coach trip in a different light. As a teacher, it really means sleepless nights, vomit, and standing about in the rain waiting to do activities. That's a good point. It's a different perspective. Richard says his last coach trip was from the aeroplane to the check-in desk Tunisia 2020. Unbelievable scenic trip with lots of aeroplanes to look at. You can't beat the old bendy bus. Good old bendy bus from uh, the airport to the plane. Love that. Particularly if you're a bit in the middle and you just pivot around people. Uh, We've got Gail on the line right now. Gail, uh, tell us about your iconic uh, coach trip that you had back in the day. Oh, so my mum wanted to go to Turkey on holiday. She wanted me to go with her. So it's um, a Khaled, one of those bus tours, you know, where everyone in the coaches. Really old. Right. Um, I'm only 43 at the time, and um, yeah, I was the youngest person on the bus the whole time. So, you, where were you? Where were you kind of coming down from uh, in Scotland? Uh, so Paisley, that's in Renfrewshire. Okay, and how many hours are we looking at Paisley to Torquay? 
yeah, Torquay, that's about 12 hours. 12 hours on, on the coach with the Blue Rinse Brigade. How did you get on? You know, it was fine, but um, when we stopped for the, you know, a break, um, I went at the, the service stations. My till, the till that I went to when I was buying something was broken and I got a row from, sorry, I got into trouble from the driver when I got back on because I held everything up and they were all booing me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Boo- getting booed by a bunch of old people because you're late getting back booed. on the bus. Yeah, I get booed because I held them up by only about five minutes and it wasn't my fault. The till was broken when I was buying something. Amazing. But yeah, they all booed me. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's daily takeaway. So I had my hair cut before I came into work today, and um, it's, no matter where you go to get your hair cut, it, w- whatever they do, they always style your hair. You know, when they put stuff on it, that's not how you normally would do it. You know, I love out getting my hair cut there, but the, the styling bits always a bit weird. So she put uh, what I, what appears to be like a like a spray can of um, sea salt in my hair, and it's just done weird things too. I look like Arthur Scargill. There's one for the kids. Uh, now, look, if you missed our chat with Brett Anderson from Suede and James Dean Bradfield from the Manic Street Preachers last night, you can hear it again on the app uh, with this brilliant co-headline tour that Suede and the Manics are doing. What an amazing way to see two great bands on the same bill. Uh, so go and get your tickets for that, absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. But the big takeaway from our chat last night, two main things. Firstly, James has to wear glasses because he got kung fu kicked in the head off of a lad at school. And Brett takes his son day camping where they sit in a field during the daytime because he hates sleeping outdoors. That and more in that chat right now. Get it. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. What do you call knocking on someone's door, then running off? It's it's uh, a childhood pastime, uh, but it's got loads of different names, it seems. Uh, this text says, in my town in Penrith, Cumbria, in the Lake District, we call it knocking Nash. Nash being Cumbrian for moving fast. Uh, Hannah from Cambridge says, growing up in Luton, we called it knock down ginger, but my husband from Peterborough calls it knock up ginger. Always have an argument about it, about who's right. Uh, let's try and get some more clarity then. We've got Harry on the line on what sounds like the school run. Harry, how old are you? Um, I am 18. You're 11. You're 11. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be 18. So you actually 11, Harry? you telling me you're 18, you're 11, right? Yeah, I'm 11. Good on Where, where are you from? Where, where are you in the United Kingdom right now, Harry? Oh, I'm, I'm in Datchet. You where? Windsor. Okay, phew, that's easier to say. Uh, Harry, when you knock on someone's door and then run off, I'm not saying you do that because you sound like a good lad, what's it called where you're from? Ding dong ditching. Ding dong ditching. Yeah. And be honest with me, Harry, have you ever done that before? Um, on camp I have, yeah. On camp, okay, so like there's, there's other people who are on camp, so it's whatever goes on on camp stays on camp, doesn't it, Harry? Yeah. Brilliant, and who are you in the car with right now? Uh, my dad. How are you doing, Hey, good to speak to you. Well, listen, good to have you guys on board. Uh, in, in in Windsor, it's known as Ding Dong Ditching. In Northern Ireland, it's called Nick Knock. <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> what I love about this, it shows that, and I don't, I don't want to offend Americans here, but I genuinely don't think that in America they've got as many different words for things as we have in this country, like slang and local dialects, etc. Uh, so we want to know what what is the word for or the phrase for. Uh, running up to someone's door, knocking on it, and then running off again. So many different regional variations. Uh, Dawn says in Cambridge they call it knock-door bunk. Uh, Brian from Glasgow says, as far as door-knocking, we call it ring-bang-scoosh. Up the high-rise flats, uh, tie two doors literally together loosely, then bang both doors and run away again. He sounds like a right little tear-away, that fella. Uh, Let's go to the phone to get more of your suggestions here. Andrew's on the line. Andrew, what did you used to call it? It's called tok-toki. Whereabouts? In South Africa. It's the Dutch version of it. 
Right, so... The Afrikaans version, if you Google it, you'll come up with Tok Toki. It'll explain that to you. OK, so you, you grew up in which bit of South Africa? Yeah, in, in Johannesburg. OK, cool. So you would play, or you have played, Tok Toki with your friends? Yeah, as a kid, the, we, the best way to express it is... The Afrikaans version is better expressive than the English version of it. So we called it then Tok Toki, is knocking on doors and running away. Brilliant. So could you do it in your best South African kind of accent? Uh, hey, guys, why don't we go and play a game of Tok Toki so we can get it in context? Go. Uh, come on, guys. And why don't we go play a game, a game of Tok Toki? But in Afrikaans, you'd express it as, come on, Sians, come on, spiel Tok Toki. Wow, it's like an Afrikaans linguaphone. Absolutely love it. Duolingo right here on Home Time. Good to speak to you. OK, thanks. You too. Right then, from South Africa to South Wales, we've got Rachel on the line. Rachel, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. You OK? Very, very good. Rachel, tell everybody where you're from and you're representing this evening. Oh, uh, I'm from South Wales. South Wales. Which bit? Uh, Bridgend. OK, and in Bridgend, when you were growing up, because obviously you're a grown-up, you don't do this thing now, <laughs> but if you were to knock on yeah. someone's door and run off, what would you used to call it? We call it Bobby Knocking, but my partner's with me and we were just listening, and he's from... Blackwood in sort of South Wales-ish, and uh, he calls it Knock Knock Ginger. Wow, so even within kind of South Wales area, there are, there are yeah, even more like regional variations. 20 miles difference. 20 miles difference, and uh, it's a totally different name. Whose name do you prefer out of it? Do you prefer Bobby Knocking or Knock Knock Ginger? Well, my friend's Ginger, so I'll probably say Bobby Knocking. Fair enough. <laughs> Less of a diplomatic issue then. Yeah, yeah. L- more PC. <laughs> Brilliant. Lovely to speak to you. Take care. Thanks, bye This is The Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway.